Like Jesus Podcast, episode 54. This is Like Jesus Podcast, and I'm your host, Olu Sabanjo. I am a recovering people pleaser that wants to be like Jesus. And this is the show where I tell you about my journey to purposeful living and share the amazing stories of other great people with you. The aim is that as you listen, you will also begin your journey towards engaging God's purpose for you and start to impact many around you with the uniqueness that God has put in you. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to Like Jesus Podcast. This is Olu Sobanjo. I'm very glad to have you again on the show. And uh, it's always a privilege, you know, for me to be a part of your day, 20, 25, I mean, 25, 30 minutes of your day. And and I'm sure we're driving together around, around town and, uh, you know, maybe doing laundry together. Thank you. Thank you for choosing to listen to this. And today I want to be um, looking at the, I want to deal with the topic on resentments, you know, dealing with resentments in relationships. You know, what I want to do today with this episode is to help you out of this deadly emotion called resentment. And after this, my aim is that you would want to, you know, stop to resent. You wouldn't want to re- resent anyone again. Okay. Um, you know, that's, that's my desire. All right. So let's, let's get into it. So, you know, resentment is something that is common in relationships. And if you're resenting someone right now, it's likely going to be your spouse uh, or somebody that is close to you. Or, you know, maybe you've, I don't know if you've ever resented your spouse um, or maybe you're even resenting them right now. Or maybe you've done that. You've, you know, you've resented people in the past. You know, I'm sure that uh, as we talk about this, you would find some help as we go on. It is also for you if you have any person, whether living or dead, that you have resented because of what they did to you in the past. You know, this emotion I find is a bit more prevalent among women. Okay. And it is very common in marriage. And I will be sharing my own, you know, personal experience on this, you know, because Sadly, I've resented my husband before, and uh, and and in short, I I can remember, I can recollect three major resentments that I have had in my life, and uh, you know, and that includes, you know, sadly, my husband and and two other individuals, you know, and I hope that you won't judge me as I share this because you know it's a little bit, you know, on the weird side, but, but I, I, I hope that, you know, you would just listen to it and, and just try to have mercy as you're thinking about me, you know, because you know, I, how much I really love people's approval, but of course God has saved me from that. And I'm just telling it as it is, you know, I'm just going to tell you exactly how it is and how, you know, God helped me out of it. Now, the funny thing about, uh, this problem is that, No one plans to resent another person. Most of the times you may not even pay attention to know how you got there. You know, you just suddenly realize that you are in a resentment zone, you know, and, and after, you know, you see, after the episode on intentional love, you know, I was getting ready, you know, one morning when I realized that I may have to share this with you in more details, you know, just to show you you know, some of the reasons why we get frustrated in life and some of the reasons why we get frustrated with people in our lives. And then some of the reasons why we get limited and we're not able to, you know, fulfill the purpose that God has for us. You know, some, some, you know, it's, it's very important that we pay attention to this topic today. 
You see, somebody defined resentment as the ill feeling you have for someone as a result of something they did or thought that you had or thought that you had. Okay, so if this ill feeling that you had for someone as a result of something bad they did to you, you know, something they did to you or thought you had about their action or inaction. Okay. Here's the experience that I had, and I'm going to, you know, try to explain to you, you know, what happened to me. Um, You know, you see the last episode of resentment that I had, or at least that I caught myself having, this person said, this person, you know, had said something that I was, you know, uncomfortable with. I didn't, you know, like what they said, uh, but then I didn't address it immediately. And, and so, that statement caused me to be angry. And, and at that point, I didn't stop myself. I continued to see many more reasons why the statement was wrong and, and disrespectful and destructive. Okay. And, and as I thought more about it, I saw many other valid reasons to think that this fellow was disrespectful. And as the thought continued to brew in my heart, it became bigger and unknowingly to me, it became deadlier each day. This continued for days. And of course, you know, at the point I could no longer, you know, accommodate this person. I became critical of their every action. This person's error and habit became more annoying to me. I found that I wanted to correct myself each time I, you know, I felt like this, you know, and, but as much as I tried all my efforts to love them, I found more reasons why it's impossible. You know, they'll just do something that'll make me say, you know, you see what, you see what I'm saying? This person is, you know, not, uh, you know, respectful. This person is annoying me, you know, and, and I, I had become so critical and annoyed by this fellow that I couldn't even see the good in anything they were doing. You know, it, it was just hard for me to, you know, I couldn't move away from that point that this person had done this. You know, suddenly one day, one day, God opened my eyes and, and it looked, you know, at that time I was getting ready, you know, praying and all that. And, and suddenly I was in the light you know, suddenly I realized that I had been in the dark, in a dark place in the past few weeks concerning this fellow, and, and I had been resenting them. You know, in that flash of a moment, I realized that this was the same episode I had with my husband a while before that, and in short, it was the same episode I had with the other person I was talking about, you know, and as a result of the resentments that you have for, you know, somebody, you start to find that that individual annoys you. Even their habits, you know, start to really stress you. You simply are not able to tolerate the individual's good side, not even to talk about their annoying habits. Okay. The, the annoying part of this is when you're resenting someone, there seems to be a strong demon that have been attached to you. You know, it's like that demon is now your personal assistant, you know, and he follows you around everywhere you go. And, you know, you, you, it's like you, you, you know, they are supposed to keep you in that dark place concerning that person. You may even try to convince yourself, you know, you read a scripture, you hear a message and you convince yourself that, you know, I love this person. I'm supposed to love this person. I'm not supposed to be thinking this way. But, but then, you know, before you know it, 
it's like that your personal assistant, the demon, you know, reminds you of something that they did. And, and before you know it all over again, you know, you're not able to, you know, move away from it and you become, you know, annoyed again. You, you know, lots of, it just becomes harder and harder. But the first question we must ha- ask ourselves is where does resentment come from? How does it come up? You know, Recently, Galatians 5.16 has become really clear to me. And uh, it says in the New Living Translation, it says, So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your life. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. Usually, resentment starts from what you want. Okay? You want something. You don't get it. The works of the flesh kicks in. And it becomes evident. Okay? So where where does resentment come from? How do you become resentful of another person? It's, it's as a result of the fact that you want something so bad that you're not able to get it. And so because of that, your flesh begins to, you know, develop its own tantrums. It begins to, you know, just do all sorts. You want that attention. You want love. You want respect. You want approval, praise, support. Some other times it's when you know that that you deserve something and you don't get it, then you start, you know, to, to fight. You get angry. You paid for a service or a product and you don't get it. You know, someone is rude to you. And because of all these things that we really want, the, the, the sinful nature wants, you know, that verse says, you know, then you won't be doing the, you know, what your sinful nature craves. So there's, there's all these things that our sinful nature, the nature, you know, the Adamic nature, nature that is in us wants that badly. We crave it. We crave respect, love, approval, you know, support, praise and, and love and all these things. And when we don't get it, so then your flesh starts its tra- tantrum. The work of the flesh begins to come out, especially in form of anger and anger when focused on, can easily mature into resentments. And resentments, when it's fully grown, is turned into hatred. And bitterness, it's the fuel for that. I'll say that again. Bitterness is the fuel for resentments, I mean, for hatred. And the more you hold on to bitterness of what the person did and you refuse to let go, what happens is bitterness begins to flow inside you, you know, and and it begins to develop inside you and it becomes, you know, resentments and to to the point where it can actually become hatred. And hatred, you know, is what is like the the senior brother of resentment. You know, maybe they are even very close relatives, you know, and and you know what the Bible says about hatred. Hatred is like, you know, the sin of murder, you know, and you see, my dear listener, we get frustrated in life because we have this idea that people, you know, and things can make us happy. But you see, the day God opens your eyes to know that nothing outside of you can bring you fulfillment, that's the day that you find freedom. And that day, I tell you, you should have a party because you have been set free from, you know, holding on to the point where you feel this person is supposed to bring me joy and then they're not bringing me joy. Then I have to resent them for that. 
you know, and, and it goes on and on like that, that our relationships, we, 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 we must get to that place where you realize that no one, nothing outside of you can give you the fulfillment that you need in life. God and the love and joy and peace that we get from him is the only one. God is the only one that can give you the fulfillment you need in life. Is that one, you know, who will feel I mean, who will fill your void is the right peg in the right hole of your life. You must deal with every resentment you have and, and, and you must, you know, decide to get rid of, you know, the bitterness that you have in you. No matter where it's coming from, you must trust God, you know, to, to allow you to deal with, you know, you, you first allow the Holy Spirit to help you deal with every form of bitterness, you know. Now, some of this bitterness are as a result of valid, you know, things that people, valid hurts that you've had in the past. Somebody did something really bad to you. But the, the sad part is when you don't choose to let go, you are the one now drinking poison. You are the one now that will not be able to move on and do, you know, what God wants you to do. You know, you will say, you will, it will look as if, you know, it's not a big deal. And, and as I'm saying this, you know, even the enemy may be telling you, no, 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 she, she doesn't understand what you've gone through. You know, but I tell you, it's, Somebody explained it that bitterness, I mean, unforgiveness is drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. It's true that you're holding on tightly to what they've done and you feel, you feel stronger by not allowing them to come hurt you again. And, and you, you know, push yourself away from them by resenting them. You don't want them to come and hurt you again. So you build that wall around yourself. But, but the, the, the sad thing is because of that world that you're building, you too, you're not going to be able to, you know, fully become whom God wants you to, to be. That's why that scripture is very important. It says, so I tell you, so I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what the sinful nature craves. That's in Galatians uh, 5, 16. I see resentments everywhere even in the church, I mean, for example, I was a pastor when, you know, all this was going through, you know, what I was going through when I was going through this, resenting my husband, resenting people around me. You know, you can imagine how many Christians resent someone close to them. Some, you know, someone in their family growing up, someone we work with, you know, you've worked with in the past, the list goes on. You know, and it's a major epidemic. It's something that you must kill before it kills you, you know. And, and so what next? What do you do? The first point that I have for you today is you must realize that your mind needs to be renewed. It's true that people can be hurtful. People, you know, you know, people can, you know, be disrespectful and all that. But in order for you to be free, you're the one that must stop the negative thoughts. You must catch yourself, you know, when, you know, when you're, when you're thinking back and work hard with God using the word of God to renew your mind. When you catch yourself focusing on the on the anger, on your anger or something that is annoying and an issue that is annoying, you quickly run to the Holy Spirit 
for help. You don't even wait until it develops. You know, you see, uh, you know, anger coming in, you quickly run to the Holy Spirit. You know, somewhere in Ephesians talks about, you know, about anger as a foothold of the enemy. And, and, and there is, you know, the foothold comes in and it becomes, it be, if you allow it, it becomes a stronghold that you're not even able to, you know, you, you meet people that are so bitter, you know, and, they've taken resentment to the next level and they hate. And and that's why some people, you know, you see, I, I read, heard of a, a woman that actually got so stressed and frustrated and actually shot her husband in the, you know, in, in, in her sleep. There was the story of this other guy that, that, you know, got really frustrated and shot the girl in the washroom. You know, it's so many of these things, they, they start as, you know, anger. And then if they're not dealt with, you know, what happens is your mind keeps brewing on it and it becomes resentment and it becomes bitterness and it becomes hatred. And then you, you know, all sorts of things can happen from there. You know, so first you need to realize that you need your mind to be renewed as a Christian, you know, and, or even if you're listening to this and you're not even a Christian yet, you don't believe in Christ. You don't believe in the work of Christ. You need to surrender your heart to Jesus and say, you know, I need you to help me to transform this heart that is hard, this heart that is, you know, because it's limiting you, you know, and then when you do that, you trust that the Holy Spirit will come and it will help you, you know, soften your heart. It will help you deal with the issue. Okay. So the second point that I have there is make up your mind to intentionally love people around you. We discussed this in the last uh, two episodes, you know, that's that way, you know, when you, when you make up your mind to love people intentionally, what happens is, you know, you, you, you know, as they're actually hurting you, even though they may actually be hurting you, you know, you find a way to get help. You know, whether it's to discuss with somebody, you know, around you that you think can help you, uh, you know, a professional if if needed, uh, a pastor, a life group leader, a person that you know can really help you before it becomes, you know, as soon as you're angry and you start saying that you're resentful, you know, you start discussing with the people, you know, that can help you. Sometimes it means discussing with your spouse. Now, if you discuss with your spouse or the person in, 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 in question, you know, and they don't get it, then you get extra help, you know, from, from outside, you know, so that you can deal with it before it becomes resentment, before it begins to, you know, become really rooted in you. You don't want to keep things in your heart. You want to share it and make sure, you know, when you share it, you know, it makes it lighter and it breaks you out of that jail that the devil wants to keep you locked in. Okay. So that's the second point. The third point that I have there is also make up your mind to become whom God made you, you know, say, I'm not, I'm not going to be fake. I'm not going to, you know, keep it in my mind. If it's hurting me, I'm going to get, you know, just get real with myself. You know, any attempt to be fake, I'll run away from it and run for help, you know, and be real and be purpose, you know, live purposefully. And then the next point that I have is allow people around you to be themselves. You know, always check your motives. Let go of trying to change the people in your life. Trust that the God you know, that made you and made them can, can change them. And and you pray for them, run far from trying to make people behave the way you want them to, you know, to behave. That in itself is a chain around you because I can assure you that people won't change because you, you, you make them too, you know, so you, you're the one that, 
is frustrated and you're the one that needs to release your frustration. Even whether the person changes or not, you want to deal with your own self. And the last one is to choose to love, you know, choose to love. When you're living from a place of love, you know, from God daily, you know, you are enjoying God's love. You, you, you also choose to let that overflow, run to other people around you, no matter what. Choose to love people as they are. Choose to, you know, to, to, to love them the way they are and not the way you want them to be. I saw a translation of uh, um, Galatians 5, uh, 18 that, uh, that is really cool. And I actually paraphrased it a little bit from the message translation. It says, why don't you choose to be led by the Spirit so you can ex- escape the erratic compulsion of a selfish life. I want you to, you know, um, trust God. Don't don't be carried around by by your emotions and the way you're feeling. Trust God and the Holy Spirit. Let God lead you. Let the Holy Spirit lead you so you don't have to be, you know, forced around and pushed around by your emotions and your selfish uh, desires. All right? Um, at this point, I'd like to hear from you. You know, I, I'd like to know what part of this topic today affected you the most. Do you have a question concerning dealing with res- resentments in relationships? Or do you have a tip to help someone else understand this better? Okay, then if you have any comment, then leave them for me on olusobanjo.com. I would really be, li- be glad to, to hear from you. There's even a link there that you can use to leave me a voice voice recorded message and I would love to hear from you. So let us pray. Father, we we thank you. I thank you for the grace to share uh, this today. And and I thank you for uh, also the the people that are out there that listen, listening to this. And Lord, especially for those that are right now resenting somebody. Father, I ask, oh God, that you will help them to break away from this resentment. Holy Spirit, I ask that you will help them. And you will declutter their mind and remove every dark. Bring them into the light of your word in the name of Jesus. And Lord, help them to take uh, steps steps in the direction of your word. Help them to take steps that will take them to the place where you want them to live a free life, a life that is not, you know, waiting on others to make them happy, but a a life that is waiting on you to make them happy daily in the name of Jesus. Lord, we desire that we, all of us in your church, all of us as Christians and many others out there that need this light, we, that, that they will find the light in the name of Jesus, that we will all find the light. We will all live abundantly, freely in you, in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, oh God, that as Christians, that we will be the light that the world needs to illuminate what, you know, what around them, to to illuminate the world around us in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. I pray for my brethren today. I pray, oh God, for grace to be able to find, you know, help uh, in, in Christ, help in the Holy Spirit, to help them with all the people that are knowing around them in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for those uh, spouses, those marriages that are, that are, you know, messed up right now and, and need help and, and need to, you know, come out of this resent, resentments and, and bitterness and unforgiveness. Lord, help them to forgive one another. 
in the name of Jesus, especially the person listening to this, help them to move away from resentment and help them to embrace the person that you've made them and who you want them to be in the name of Jesus. Pray also for single people out there that because of the resentments that they have built over over the years are not able to find love and, and enjoy love. Lord, I pray that you will set them free in Jesus name. Amen. All right, everyone coming up on, uh, on, on like Jesus podcast, we'll be talking about habits that can take you to the next level in different areas of your life. I'll be interviewing some people, you know, some amazing people. I want you to send me also some habits that have helped you advance in life. You know, the, you would just tell me what the habit is. You would tell me what it has, you know, how it's, how often you did it and, uh, or that you do it and how it pushed you to the next level and the result that you got. So that's the, you know, shell and try to make, make it, if you're sending me a, uh, an audio recording, make it as clear as possible. Use a mic or your earpiece for your phone and all that. And, uh, try to minimize the noise around you so that if I'm going to use it, it will be clear for the podcast. All right. Um, yeah, so keep, uh, all this coming and, and I'll be very glad to hear from you. God bless you and uh, enjoy your day. Thank you for listening to this episode of Like Jesus Podcast. Don't forget to head over to olusabanjo.com for more useful resources. While you're there, remember to leave me a comment. At least you know now how bad I want your approval. (laughs) And if you found this on iTunes, please take two minutes to review it. It would help other people like you to find the show. All right. Now it's your turn to go impact someone with what you've got. Bye for now. <laughs>